Welcome to Flip the Switch on Life podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Marie. I'm an embodiment life coach here to help you live an empowered and soulful life. I guide women towards self-healing to take back their power so that they can start living life by their own rules and embrace their true authenticity. This podcast is your go-to where I will be giving you all the tools and resources to start the process of self-healing, doing the deep inner work, and developing your spiritual wellness. There is so much power in embodying your true self, but we often allow fear and comfortability control our lives, keep us playing small, and settling for less than we deserve. By learning to rewire your subconscious, you will discover your truest and your highest self. You will learn how to take back control and flip the switch on your life. So thank you so much for listening. Now let's get into the episode. Welcome, welcome to another week, another episode. Okay, so today is October 6th, 2022, and I know it's been a few weeks since I posted a episode, and the reason for that is because life, man, (laughs) life has been pretty crazy. I've been dealing with a lot of personal stuff, and I did not feel in the energetic space to do a podcast for you guys. So I always honor my energy. And when I do that, I'm allowed to, I'm able, I should say, to show up really powerfully. Um, So that was the hence of the little break in between episodes, but I am full of excitement, of gratitude. I just celebrated my 30th birthday in Tulum, Mexico over the weekend. And Wow. <laughs> it has been such a adventure. Uh, we did so many incredible things from swimming into cenotes and dump, jumping off like 50 foot, not 50 foot, but maybe like 20 foot uh, diving boards into the cenote and just having really organic, deep conversations with some of the natives there all around freedom and happiness, which actually was like one of the biggest highlights, just having conversations with the natives there and how they're living and how they're still, you know, focused on what happiness means to them, even in times and in places where they're not as resourceful as we are and as blessed as we are in the United States. Um, But on a side note, the trip was abundant. It was beautiful emotional, um, and just ringing into my 30s. Wow. And I'm really excited to dive into this episode with you on lessons I've learned in 29 years. Um, I was going to do 29 lessons, but that just sounded exhausting. (laughs) So I actually broke down, I think about 10 lessons that were really pivotal in my life that I think would benefit from you guys that I'm sure you have been opening yourself up to or maybe you're just exploring and getting curious about that part within yourself but I'm so excited to dive in so let's do it okay lesson number one oh my gosh I don't know where to start I think the first one is always stay curious about yourself and explore This was such a lesson for me because when I had my spiritual awakening, when I was 28, 
so about two years ago, um, my whole fucking life just completely changed. It was like something came over me or came through me and it allowed me to see things in a different perspective. So staying curious about who you are, I've always been somebody and I've never explored this because I don't think I had the resources, the community or just not enough I think, desire, but I've always been curious about my childhood. Um, I've been very open about the relationship um, with my dad and how it's been very challenging for me um, to move through, and my parents got divorced when I was two years old. So for me, growing up in kind of a toxic environment in some way, shape, or form really always got me curious of like, why did this happen to me? Why was I chosen or put in situations where I didn't really have both parents coexisting together like a lot of my other friends did? So I've always had those thoughts and I've always thought, I've been very self-aware, very self-aware but again, not enough where I like fully explored myself until, you know, relationships came around. And I, I know that we can all relate to how our relate our intimate relationships impact us so much and allow us to see ourselves in a different way. They allow us to see our patterns. They allow us to um, see ourselves. And even though breakups are so painful and relationships can be so emotionally investing they are such a mirror for us. And when I started having more adult relationships, that's when I started to connect the dots or at least see that there was some sort of connection of why I chose partners the way that I did or why I felt very insecure. So when I started having these awakenings and awarenesses in myself, I was around like 28 and the relationship that um, I was in and I still am in, we were just having a lot of issues and the pandemic was happening and it just really allowed me to just almost take this second opportunity to say, you know, you're feeling certain ways and your patterns are coming up in your trauma. Why don't you explore that? And when I started exploring myself deeper through this, it was a masculine and feminine um, spiritual event, uh, virtual, because it was COVID. And it was the first time I've ever wanted to dive into myself and say, why am I like this? Why do I have behaviors, thoughts, um, even like body image issues, all of that shit was coming up in the pandemic for me. And it gave me an opportunity to look inward. And after that retreat or event, I should say, everything changed. It was really like my biggest spiritual awakening. Um, the best way I can say it is that there was something within myself that got so excited and like liberated to be like, finally, you're taking this path. I know my soul was meant to 
connect with the spiritual world. I know that my soul was meant for diving deeper into these experiences, into these traumas. And uh, when I started opening myself up to that, it just felt like you just know, right? You guys have ever been in that experience where something just feels so right or like you know intuitively like this is the right thing for you and you're and you're you get butterflies and you just get this like I feel it in my soul feeling that's exactly the best way I can say it on that feeling in your soul that you know is something's meant for you that's how I felt so when I started to go into that I recognize that something that I've learned is always stay curious about yourself. Explore, explore, explore. Um, And that's what really allowed me to breed my purpose was through my pain. Because I got curious instead of playing the victim, instead of allowing myself to play small or be limited to what was in my physical reality, I wanted to get curious of like, well, what does it look like if I dream bigger? What does it look like if I leave Ohio and move to Los Angeles? Because in my soul, I knew there was something I needed to explore. So that's something that's been a mantra of mine for years, honestly, probably since college, just always staying curious and wanting to explore myself. And as I've evolved my consciousness, as I've evolved as a human being, as a woman, I've realized exploring myself will always lead me to getting to know myself more. And the more that we can get to know ourselves, you guys, the more that we get to align life with our heart's desire. We get to reflect the inside of what we want, feel, desire, need onto the outside and we start to create these opportunities for ourselves. So that's lesson number one. Lesson number two is trust your intuition and yourself with decisions. I know this is so easier said than done, right? Because I still struggle with this from time to time. But as I said in number one, getting curious, exploring myself more, getting to know who I am, it's allowed me to trust myself more. It's allowed me to actually create a relationship with my intuition, with that gut instinct. We all know what that gut instinct is, right? We can call it intuition. We can call it just knowing that gut feeling, whatever that is, knowing that's what your soul wants, right? And when I started leaning into that and asking myself, how does this feel for me? Because Something I've realized and recognized over diving into myself is that our body is very intelligent. I know we've all heard that trauma is stored in the body because the body is such an intellectual being, I think, more than our subconscious mind, which our subconscious is actually our body as well. But the reason why I say that is because anytime we get a feeling We get the feeling and then the thought or emotion triggers, right? Anxiety, right? We feel it in our body. That's not a, that's not a thought, right? Our thoughts can create anxiety or our body can create that anxiety for us to trigger, ooh, something's off, right? They're always in connection with each other. And when I started to get out of my head that logical thought of what I think I should do and ask my body emotionally, mentally, spiritually, intuitively, 
what I want to do, your body responds. And when we can start feeling into ourselves, like I've been doing a lot of more of somatic movement, like dancing and shaking, um, rubbing, tapping, because when I can create more of an intimate relationship with my body in that way, I start to feel the responses. Like if you can close your eyes, sit up nice and tall, take deep breaths, right? You're calming yourself down through your breath somatically. But ask a question. Maybe that's, what do I want for dinner tonight? And your options are chicken salad or a burger. And logically, you could say, nah, whatever, I'll just get a burger. But if you actually sit and visualize yourself maybe eating that salad or eating that burger, your body will respond which one it really wants. So that's what I mean by trusting your intuition and making decisions from that space. When we can visualize viscerally what we really want or what our, like, what our options are with our decisions and get quiet and, and get out of the logical brain, get more into the emotional brain, if you will, we can really feel into what is meant for us. So that's been really powerful for me. Lesson number three has been patience and surrender to circumstances and hard fucking times. Oof, if I could write a book <laughs> on patience, perseverance, and surrender, I swear it would be a very long book. <laughs> and I'm sure all of us can relate to that because there's been, we've all had hardships, we've all had challenges, we've all had rock bottoms. Oof, right? And. I've learned through these experiences that the more that we can surrender into these experiences and shift the narrative of this is happening to me, why me, to how is this happening for me? How can I see the benefit from going through this? We have to realize that there's always a contraction period where things break apart, things fall apart, you lose friends, partners, jobs to expand into what you really want. We're constantly communicating with the universe subconsciously through quantum physics, quantum energy. That's a whole separate thing. But ultimately just emphasizing we're always in communication with what we want and what we need. So when we can start surrendering into our hard times, more and more we allow ourselves to see the lessons and that's something I've learned so much over this over these last two years and the more that I've like awakened my consciousness the more that I've seen things in different perspectives and at the end of the day I think we all can say everything has always worked out for us right everything has that job you lost that partner that broke up with you but then it's like, I'm in, you're in the best relationship ever, or you got the job you actually wanted, right? Whatever that is, it always happens for you. And when we can give ourselves patience to say, I am on the right path, I'm doing what I'm meant to be doing, I am taking all the steps, right? That practical essence, the energetic essence. And when we infuse those together, we kind of take back that control of 
I need to be in control of what is happening. And we can surrender just a little bit more into that experience. We can surrender a little bit more into the present, into the hard emotions, into the discomfort, into learning the lessons that needed to be learned in order for you to step into this next chapter of yourself. And I think we can all agree that the more that we can give patience, surrender, and perseverance, so never giving up, the more that we get to see our circumstances and our hard times start to dissipate or we start to feel a little detached more and more from those experiences. And that's going into my fourth lesson, which is lean into hard emotions. Oh, (laughs) all of these are so, so hard, right? They're hard fucking lessons. But leaning into hard emotions, that are, those are going to be your biggest opportunity openers. Those are going to lead you to getting to know yourself on that deeper fucking level. We all know that we have parts of ourselves, our desires and dreams, deep, 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 deep inside of ourselves. But we might be afraid to express them, to explore them because it's fucking hard. Everything is hard. I get that. I'm with you. (laughs) And it's still hard. This whole fucking year has been hard in certain ways. I've learned the biggest lessons this year. Oof. And I say that with so much intensity because this year has tested me so much to allow myself to expand into the person that I really am within myself. So when we can lean into those hard emotions, that discomfort, when we talked about that contraction into that expansion, that's what I mean. The dark night of the soul, the hardest things you've endured, your rock fucking bottoms, you guys, those are hard fucking times. So when we can sit into those hard emotions, into the pain, into the discomfort, and coming back to that first one, getting curious and say, why is this happening? What is the purpose of this? Did I really want this anyway? Or was I ask, actually asking for something different? And that's when you start to shift your mindset and get out of this scarcity, out of this fear into this is happening for my evolution. And... I've gone through a lot of healing, core wounds, a lot of really deep insecurities happening that are just fucking surfacing. And instead of running away from them like I used to, I'm running into them. I'm leaning in with curiosity of, okay, this is showing up now. Why? This hurts. This is painful. But what I've learned, the lesson, if it wasn't so intense, giving gratitude for your hardships has been the biggest growth and evolution of myself because of that. So if you 
can open your mind to leaning into any hard times you're experiencing, any troubles, any insecurities that you're feeling, those will be your biggest lessons. And I promise you, you leaning into them and getting curious and understanding those emotions will give you more fucking freedom in your life and within yourself and align you and attract the right people and opportunities to you. I promise. Mm. Number five. Mm. It's okay to say no and set a boundary or walk out of someone's life. Letting go of people-pleasing and codependency. Okay, this one I could definitely talk a lot about. <laughs> I know a lot of us. It's hard to set, say no. It's hard to set a boundary because, again, it's uncomfortable. All of these things, you guys, are just not a lot of the things we've learned. So we have to reprogram our mind to learn them, hence why it's so challenging to do them. But when we start to do them, we feel amazing. We feel empowered. We feel liberated. So that is an indication you're trusting your intuition and yourself with those right decisions. So saying no and setting boundaries has been something I have learned so heavily in these last two years. I definitely am someone that makes my own decisions. However, there have been tons of times where I would be afraid of this rejection, which is codependency, which really is people-pleasing. It's not just saying no to going to parties or saying no to like staying out too late, stuff like that. No, it's like the deeper stuff of like the codependency stuff, the depending on others for your happiness, for your validation, for you to feel comfortable, peace, calmness where your nervous system feels regulated, that is the shit I'm talking about. That's the people-pleasing stuff. That's the codependency stuff. That is the fear of speaking your truth and being authentically you because you are afraid of rejection. You are afraid of abandonment. You are afraid that this is going to wreak havoc in your nervous system. So therefore, you do not speak your truth or you do not hold a boundary or tell somebody no, it doesn't feel good for you because of those really deep core wounds. And for me, I've recognized over this last probably year and a half, I have a deep abandonment wound. And that deep abandonment wound came from, I believe, I feel from my father. And there's no blame there. But I've recognized as I was some doing some deep subconscious work last year that that's where it came from this fear of rejection of abandonment of being alone right we all fear being alone that's why we grip on to love so much subconsciously so with that I've learned that the more that I can speak for my authentic truth I can speak for what I want and need the more that I get the right opportunities and people that come into my life that really align with me and that feel so good in my body and that feels like a full body fuck yes. So if you're struggling with 
setting boundaries, saying no, relying on other people for validation, for your happiness. And you feel in your body that that doesn't feel good, but you just don't know anything else. That is an opportunity to get curious and explore. Okay, well, what do I want? How do I want to be treated? How can I express myself, my voice? What would that feel like and look like in my body? And maybe that's right now validating yourself and your mind. Maybe that is just validating yourself to a friend. You will know the more that you tap into your body and and live in that space, like we talked about, that intuitional space. Intuitional, I guess that's a word I just created. Um, And being able to trust yourself more with those decisions, those natural reactions are going to start firing in your nervous system. Like, this is a fuck no for me. This does not feel good. Or, yeah, that actually feels like a full body fuck yes. Okay, I'm going to go with it. The more that you can live in that space, I cannot emphasize that enough, the more liberation you're going to have in your life, the more that you're going to break these chains of people pleasing, of codependency, of this reliancy, of rejection and abandonment. My next one is, it's okay to feel fear. It's okay to feel intense emotions. It's okay to feel the fear of whatever, whether that's following a dream, making a really big investment in yourself. It's okay to feel it because fear isn't just an indication of danger. Fear is a, what is the word I'm looking for? Fear is a part of your ego trying to keep you safe. We have to remember that just because our ego or our mind is saying don't do something you don't know the risk you don't know if this is going to work out you don't know if you're going to fail right all of these insecurities all of these negative things happening in your head these beliefs right keeping you stuck keeping you the same and when we lean into that fear and we actually get curious about it more often than not it is this just fear of, well, what if, we, what if this doesn't work out? Then this, then this, then this. But it's okay to feel fear and do something for yourself. The way that I've recognized what works for my body is when I'm making a decision, whether that's investing into a mentor, whether that's investing into a certification, or even fear of quitting a job and doing something full-time. Like I remember I was deciding quitting my corporate job, my steady paycheck job for starting my business and going all in. Oh, I remember that like it was yesterday. And there was so much fear, you guys, so much fucking fear. And I was afraid, what if this doesn't fucking work out? What if I fail? What if people judge me? All these fears. And the way that I was able to move through that fear was I asked myself, what if I don't do this? What if I decide to stay here? How does that feel? How does my life look? And 
that emotion was stronger than the fear itself. It was, you're miserable. You're depressed. You fucking hate what you do. Like, you don't want to go to work. Like, you are starting to actually have tendencies of a depressed and anxious person. That's a fucking problem. (laughs) And when I thought about the pro and the con and weighing those options, I recognize, yes, it's scary to bet on myself. It's scary to take this risk and leave this job. But if I don't, I will literally go insane. So for me, it was better to just dive in and see what happens versus staying put and feeling miserable. Again, coming back to my intuition, coming back to what is my body saying? And when we can also, I like to, I like to talk, tell clients this too when they're making decisions and trying to trust themselves and you know, knowing there's always fear there. I like to say it's kind of like a devil and angel on your shoulder. You have fear on one side of your shoulder and the other side of your shoulder is like your higher self. And no matter what you do, you're going to have both. You're going to have that part of you that's like, you can do this. You fucking got this. And if you don't got this, that's okay. I'm going to catch you because you're just going to figure it out. And the other side is like, don't do this. Like, this is scary. This is unknown. This is unfamiliar. Like, we don't know how we're going to react, right? That fear part. And I always like to say fear will never go away. It'll just always be with you. But that doesn't mean you don't jump. And I'm sure you have all been in a space where you've made a hard decision out of maybe out of your heart, out of the intuition, your gut feeling, and it was still scary, right? Maybe that's investing in yourself going to college. Maybe that was investing in your first mentor. Maybe that was hiring a personal trainer or, oh my gosh, buying your first car, not knowing how you're going to make the payments. I don't know. Whatever that is for you that felt exciting and scary, that's the shit I'm talking about. That's that's what's going to allow you to grow and expand and evolve is taking those risks. You know in your body if it's a full body fuck yes, even if it's a little bit scary. Fear is always going to be there, but that doesn't mean you don't go and jump. Okay, I have a few more. I have three more actually. Okay, so the next one is follow your heart and your dreams. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, This should have actually been the first one. But this was something I felt within myself probably since I've been like 14. I don't know. I've always wanted to move to Los Angeles. And when (laughs) when I decided that when I was fucking 14 uh 11 I don't know it was just when I was younger I've always been just I don't know I always saw myself more than where I was I was such an ambitious person and I just knew where I was living growing up wasn't going to support the type of lifestyle that I wanted to have for myself simple as that so when I went to college I up and got ready to move to Los Angeles and I always had such big dreams. You know, I, I, I've talked about this, but if you don't know, I actually went to college. Um, I have a bachelor's in fashion merchandising. So learning basically how to work in the fashion industry. It was kind of an ambiguous degree, actually. Um, Now that I'm thinking about it, we learned tons of different stuff, but just the history of fashion and different like high-end designers and their 
creativity that gone that went into their brands and I was just so fascinated with like the creative aspect of fashion and just saw so much beauty in art and saw fashion as a way of art but I minored in business and marketing because I always saw myself as a businesswoman and I was like I don't know what this is going to look like like I, I remember having the dream of I'm either going to be a creative director for a brand or I'm going to have my own brand lol oh many years later seven years later here I am having my own brand just not in fashion but it's still a creative avenue for myself so it's very interesting how everything kind of comes full circle but anyways following your heart and your dreams I've always my mom actually has always taught me that she's always been so fucking supportive of my career of moving to 2300 miles away from our small town in Ohio and she worked her butt off you know I know that she didn't have her dream job but she was you know she worked her way up to a space where she was working for herself almost and um yeah she's always been my role model my inspiration and she just really supported me going after my dreams and there was just something within me that was always so ambitious and so such a go-getter and I didn't know what that exactly looked like, but it's, it's landing me here. So, you know, I, I think that we all have dreams and aspirations and goals. But coming back to that part where it's really hard to lean into that voice, leaning into that whisper because we're afraid of what that's going to look like, how we do it. And that's just how we've been conditioned through society and ecologically. You know, we've been created to survive. And now that we are expanding our consciousness, our awareness as individuals, as people, we've recognized that it's okay to be different. It's okay to have those aspirations. It's okay to have the fear. It's okay to go after your dreams, you know. And if I could just tell anybody anything from any any lessons I've learned in these, you know, 29 years of living is follow that whisper in your heart that's telling you you want more that's telling you something is out of alignment and that you need to shift right now whether that's quitting a job or whether that's getting out of a relationship that's not serving you whatever that is it's following what your heart wants for you because your body knows exactly what is meant for you again living in your body out of your versus your head so if you have a dream on your heart, if you have an aspiration, if you have parts of you that are wanting more out of your career, out of your life, your relationships, whatever that is, that is your opportunity to explore it. And knowing that everything will always work out for you because it already always has. The universe has already shown you that it's got your back, that God has you. You will not fall. If anything, you will learn a lesson and that will grow you and expand you into something else. So that has been something that's been so powerful for me is just constantly getting up after I've, after I fell and have had really hard times and had rock bottoms just to continue pushing through and persevering and being consistent and just going and going and going knowing that everything is already handled for me and I'm meant to be on this path. My last one is invest in yourself. 
and don't be afraid of investing in yourself. This has changed my life so much. And this doesn't just mean like invest into a mentor or like a program or something. I mean, invest in yourself, in your health, your well-being, in just having a better quality of life. And that's in just all different areas, whether that's physical health and wellness, getting a personal trainer, working with a nutrition coach, or investing into some type of education, right, for yourself so you can have a better quality of life through your physical body. Um, whether that's getting a therapist, getting a coach, investing yourself there, investing in higher quality products in your house, in the way that you eat, all these things. As we get older, it's so important to take your body and your mind so serious. And the more that you can have a higher quality of life, the more the long the longer you can live, the longer that you can feel good in your body. You know, we've been in condition again in a society where we think that we're just hitting the bare minimum is is enough and we don't really know how optimal our body and our mind can actually operate until we have the resources to do so and that starts with investing in yourself investing in your self-care investing in time alone investing in getting to know yourself these things of investment don't even have to have a connotation to to money attached to it it's just investing in you and your well-being And when I started doing that and I started investing in myself mentally, emotionally, spiritually, my whole entire life just completely changed. I, I really feel like I've had a new, not new perspective, but like just a better quality of life. Yeah. New perspective too. You know, now like I'm really focusing on investing in higher quality products at the grocery store, investing in, um, higher quality cleaning products that don't have so many chemicals. We're exposed to so many things. And the more that we can try and prevent these type of, I don't know, everyday experiences that aren't necessarily super great for our health, I think the better, the the longer that we can like live and the better quality that we can live. So I think the more that you can invest in yourself in ways that allow you to just feel happier, more fulfilled, you're feeling more energetic, more your full abundant self is just so powerful. And my last part of this, because I feel like this is just something I want to add into this is, you know, every year I give myself a word and a theme. I don't know if anybody has done this before, maybe a mantra to like live by. And last year, I actually... Let me, let me reframe that. Mm, 2021, my word was authenticity. And oh boy, did I learn a lot about myself, my true self. And this year, the beginning of 2022 was expansion. <laughs> oh boy. Again, another thing, contraction equals expansion. And that was definitely my, my motto and my word. And moving into this new year, my word, something that came up to me right before this podcast because I was thinking about that, is ascension. And what that means is the realignment of your identity from the ego to the authentic self, the divine, the recognition that you already have everything within you to create and be more whole to be 
more your full self. I think we all are striving for that, right? We're all striving to be seen, to be witnessed, to be heard in our full self-expression. I mean, could you think about how it would feel if you could just be yourself, say your boundaries, speak your truth, and it's just received? How much more would we be doing that? And how much more free would we feel in our bodies and our mind to live that way? So that is something that I am stepping into as I've been upgrading my identity, as I've been embodying more of my authenticity and leaning more into that, the shedding and letting go of what doesn't serve me, shedding and letting go of this part of me that used to people please, that used to bend over backwards just to be accepted, not being able to set boundaries and creating from places of scarcity. And as I'm still learning these lessons and integrating them, I've really felt like I am moving into my ascension. I'm moving into my full authentic self little by little. And it's such a journey. And it should be a journey. This whole time on earth is a journey. So those are my lessons I've learned in 29 years. The biggest fucking takeaways and my word for coming into 2023 So thank you so much for listening and I hope that you got so much value out of these lessons and you're integrating your own experiences and as I continue evolving and integrating, I will be sharing more and more and more of these lessons and I can't wait to see where I'm at in one year from now. It's probably going to be in a whole different place than where I'm at today, which is exciting. So thank you guys so much and I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Flip the Switch on Life. Please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you appreciate the show, please jump over to iTunes, give us some stars. If you're feeling for it, write a review. And if you want to learn more about these topics that we discussed today, check out the show notes for more information. Or you can also come hang out, shoot me a DM on Instagram. Instagram is Jessica Marie Step, And I will see you guys next week.